0: Welcome to Episode 5 of the Discover Ocala podcast, presented by Showcase Properties of Central Florida. I'm Valerie Daly, the presenter for this podcast. In Episode 5, we visit with Jim Coulard, Parks and Recreation Director for Marion County, and with Showcase Properties of Central Florida realtor, Roxanne Free. Well, thank you, Jim, for coming to our podcast today, Discover Ocala. We appreciate you coming from the Parks and Recreation Department of my pleasure. Marion County. And we have Roxanne Free, who's an agent here at Showcase Properties, and she actually lives out in the forest and has visited many of the parks mm-hmm. out there and is very interested in in the park system that we have. So thank Mm -hmm. you for coming and participating. You're welcome. Great. So Jim, tell us a little bit about your job, your responsibilities. Mm -hmm. What have we got going on here with parks?
1: Well, thank you so much and and thanks for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. I've been with the county for 17 years and the director for eight. I oversee a staff of about 63 people. And we have a park system with 50 unique sites ranging from small memorials all the way up to major recreational Mm -hmm. complexes across the county. Also within my purview is the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion and the Marion County Airport out in Donnellon. Okay. Uh, So we have a, a great talent pool within my department. We have a lot of responsibilities, not just with the parks department, but we are also involved with the development review team. So we take a look at tree protection. We take a look at irrigation and landscaping of new developments. Mm -hmm. So we have a very wide array of job duties that I covered, just not by myself, but with a great team that I have.
0: That's great. Tell us a little bit about, since Roxanne's here and she lives out in the Mm -hmm. forest, tell us a little bit about what are the facilities out in the forest that people can use
1: sure well obviously first you've got the great ocala national forest run by the department of agriculture from the united states so they have a huge amount of resources out there with parks and landings and campsites and cabins that are all available for the public the county operates about three parks in that area ranging from all the way out in salt springs and then closer into town we have the forest community center at, Sam, um, at Sand Hill Park right there next to the Forest Library. So that's a little community hub in that Until area. It's
2: on 314A. Right. right. So not mm-hmm. too
1: far from your house. Not too far. That's and, right. and then uh, closer into town, you start thinking about on the west side of uh, the Oklawaha River, right there we have Ray Wayside Park, the old Ocala Boat Basin.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, that's right. right. yeah. So
1: that's another park that we manage. So okay. uh, other than that, most of our parks are closer into town.
0: Okay. And you were mentioning earlier that you have some educational programs uh, for kids in Marion County? We sure
1: do. If you have not figured this out yet, our summer camp programs fill up within hours of them going live for registration. Uh, We used to open it up at midnight. By the time we'd get back into work at 730 the next morning, they were already full. So we have this huge supply and demand issue with our camps. But one of my favorite camps is called our Firewise Camp. And that is funded through the Secure Rural Schools Act. It's federally funded through grants. And our mission is to help teach kids and educate them about the environment and what it means to live in a fire-prone community, such as the Ocala National Forest. So that program gets to do a lot of hands-on, they get to do a lot of tours they also get to learn about the aquifer and all the bugs and bunnies and everything wonderful about that area mm-hmm. of the forest it's a really neat program
0: uh, at what ages are
1: involved that, that age group is 6 to 8 so six. it's a it's oh, the, younger, the younger the younger younger kids it starts off with a little bit of classroom but then eight, every week of the camp the program evolves into something different so if the children mm-hmm. wanted to stay with that camp For all nine or ten weeks of summer they would have a new curriculum every every week
0: and how do the kids pay for that
1: that so there's a couple of options usually if if it's straight through the parents uh, they will pay the fee that way but we also have scholarship opportunities that we have a wonderful foundation the friends of marion county parks and recreation foundation incorporated we do a lot of fundraising throughout the year and we'll use some of that money to dedicate towards serving the underserved children in our community. So that's a good program. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. How do you advertise that? And,
1: you know, we go out and do public speaking events, not just this type of scenario, but we'll go talk to lions clubs or Rotarian groups and I often hand out our park brochure and everybody opens them up and starts looking at all the different parks and go, wow, I never knew. Mm-hmm. It's a real struggle to get our message out. It yeah. really is. And we have a very talented staff member, um, running our community engagement, and so a lot of the focus is on social media, so we run a big campaign through Facebook and Instagram, we're looking at some other media outlets, and then she's also on the radio shows a lot, advertising, and, and in the press, so um, but uh, so thank you for having us on. This is another great opportunity okay. to get our, our news out there. So I had a
2: question about volunteers. Are yes. you are you looking for volunteers to help with these? Are these all Always. funded? Okay. Always. So you have a website that we can go to
1: and sign up? MarionParks.org is, okay. is our website. And so we do have a Volunteer in Parks program, VIP and those those volunteers are all vetted through our human resources department. So we'll do the appropriate background check. Mm-hmm. And then once you become a volunteer, you're covered under our programs. And we, we love to have volunteers. It's, I it's think great... I'm
2: volunteering. Oh. I mean, it's in my backyard. How could I not? I know, right? This is <laughs> and good. helping children. to become educated absolutely that's great can you tell us something about some of the springs out there in aqua and how that affects our aquifer and our
1: water quality here sure no i'm a big fan of springs and just a quick story Mm -hmm. when i grew up down in south florida The Ocala National Forest is where we used to spend our winters. My family used to come up and camp in Juniper Springs. And I have fond memories of being eight, 10 years old, camping out at Juniper. So there's a good list of of good springs out in the Ocala National Forest. Juniper is one of the more recognizable ones as far as the opportunities to recreate in and through the run. And then Silver Glen Springs right off of the St. John's River Lake George area. That's a wonderful spring. Um, The further the springs are away from Ocala uh, proper, the the higher water quality they are. So there's less development and the water recharge through the soils out there in forests make those springs rather clear and pristine. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's several other ones. Rainbow Springs is another wonderful one. Obviously, it's on the west side of town. But these are tremendous springs that if you haven't had the opportunity to enjoy, I'd recommend everybody go out there and try it a couple of times.
2: And you can kayak on most of these, can't you? You
1: can. That seems Ju- to be
2: the latest sport. Is Juniper
1: you know, is wonderful for, for kayaking and canoeing because it is a wild river. Um, it's in a wilderness area, so access by motorized vehicles is prohibited. Um, even when a tree falls, they have to use a buck saw to cut it. They don't bring out any type of powered equipment, so no petrochemicals out there. So it might seem strict, but boy, what what a long thought that is for the future.
0: What seems to be the most popular park? Do you have that?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, So if we look at visitation numbers across the county park system, the one with the highest visitation number is Bellevue Sports Complex. And not too many people get that. No, But there there is uh, four different leagues that run in that park. So baseball, softball, football, and soccer. And they're well established. They have hundreds of kids in each one of those leagues. Plus there's other amenities that the general public use, like tennis courts that are also lined for pickleball, Um, other walking areas and open play fields. So that park is heavily used.
0: Hmm. I wouldn't have thought of that.
1: It's just east of Baseline Road uh-huh. in Bellevue, and the last check I saw was about 250,000 people a year visit that park.
0: That's amazing. Isn't that?
1: That's that really neat. really amazing. All in all, our park system experiences just over 3 million visitors per year.
0: Uh, so uh, my husband's office has used the uh, Kearney Island Park for picnics and gatherings, yeah. um, Some. A new addition down that way is the Ma Barker house. Is is that something that you are a part of? Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh,
1: That was a great day watching that house float at us across the lake. So we moved this house across lake. We were on a couple of barges Mm. and it's been in place for a while now. And we do have tours that we are doing. They're all guided. We limit the group to 10 to 12 because we have one volunteer docent who will be with that group. And they do a tremendous story telling you both about the FBI side and Mm. the gangster side, which is really neat to see. Uh, So it takes about a half hour to 45 minutes for the tour. We have a wait list that is just under a year long. Really? We have been whittling away at it. And we have a new staff member in the office who's done a tremendous job really getting people to fill the gaps. If there's a cancellation, we're calling now, or actively trying to fill those, those vacant seats. So it's a really neat tour. I've, I've been on it a few times. Uh, we do have plans to improve all that area with a new interpretive center that will be handicap accessible because we cannot remodel the home to be handicap accessible, no elevators or things like that. So that interpretive center, new parking area, gift shop, and all that was going to be coming soon. So that'll make it open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and reservation numbers will will start to go down.
0: Oh, that's awesome. What other new things are coming to Marion County Parks?
1: Oh, brother. Uh, So we have a tremendous amount of projects in the pike, like right now. And we have a big project coming up at Heggiebury on the south shore of Orange Lake which is an old boat ramp that is old and tired and time to be, um, improved. So that'll get transitioned to a double boat ramp and a new, uh, mooring platform off in the lake. And then finally, we have some improvements coming to Blue Run of Donnellan Park over in Donnellan with the construction of a, is a first permanent bathroom there since that park's been open (laughs) and if you've been down the rainbow river that you know having a bathroom at the end is kind of important (laughs) so that starts off in october
0: okay great just a couple great uh what questions haven't we asked you what what would you like to get out to people
1: i think the some of the information roxanne alluded to volunteering i think that's very helpful Obviously, volunteering is someone's time, which is more valuable than anything. But when people can't give their time, they, often they help financially. And so we do offer the—we've the, had great success with our Friends organization, which is a private 501c3. We've had one citizen out in the, the southwest of the county donate $50,000 to one park just to see it get nice. upgraded. And we're working with another private foundation for one of our newer parks which is the norm westbrook park up in the northwest
0: where so is that
1: it's at the intersection of a hundredth and 60th okay yes
0: it's, yeah. it's wooded right yes now. it's yes. that
1: that part will stay wooded because okay. <laughs> now that is part of our park system and when mr normbrook passed away it was a big quest to to the parks department. Awesome. So, we have some pretty neat things going on that'll serve the equine community in that area. And so, we're used to building parks for kids and parents, but now we're building a park that's going to focus on equine users, which is new to us. And I think it's very yeah. appropriate to bring that up here.
0: Oh, yeah, it'll yeah. be great. Yeah, and so. in the northwest, where everybody wants to be. Right, right. Yeah.
1: So yeah. you'll be able to ride your horse to that park and uh, and experience a unique trail situation there.
0: Great. Yeah. Super. Roxanne, do you have any other questions you'd like to? I have address? one about
2: bike trails. Is okay. there anything in the future on besides Santos? I mean, that's an amazing right. place over there, but some of us just can't quite do those trails. <laughs> so, are there other alternatives? That so we're you going have.
1: have- definitely a lot of alternatives so if you're speaking about just the mountain bike trails that's one thing Mm -hmm. but now we have this great network of what we call shared use trails and that's the paved trail system that's coming through so we just completed a few years ago 15 miles of it from santos all the way out to state road 200 that was in partnership with the state on the funding and the design we're working on another five and a half mile to connect it out from state road 200 to where the Pruitt trailhead yes. is. Yep. And then we have a couple more segments now having a lot more momentum where that trail will all connect all the way out to Donellan. And when that connection's made, you'd be able to bike from Santos all the way down to Tampa on a paved trail system without having to cross traffic.
2: Wow. That's amazing. That is amazing. I've been here 47 years. And I'm like, what happened to the bicycles? Are we going to, yeah, that's good news.
1: And then there's lots of literal trail sections that are being constructed from Silver Springs, Head Springs, up to Indian Lake um, State Forest, where that that lake is up there. So paved trails are coming. Good. Yep. That's awesome. It is. We love it.
0: Well, thank you so much for all of this great information. Everybody just needs to get out there and enjoy what Marion County has to offer.
1: Come and see us sometimes. um, And I'm very grateful for this opportunity, so Mm -hmm. thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to Jim Coulard and Roxanne Free for joining us today. And we look forward to being with you once again next month, right here on the Discover Ocala podcast, presented by Showcase Properties of Central Florida.
3: Discover Ocala is presented by Showcase Properties of Central Florida. As an independent brokerage firm for over two decades, Showcase Properties has helped customers throughout Central Florida achieve their real estate goals. Showcase Realtors offer expertise in a variety of property types and price points, and their services go beyond just buying and selling. Visit ShowcaseOcala.com to connect with a dedicated local Realtor and start your unique real estate journey today. We also want to thank you, the listener, for taking time to Discover Ocala with us. We hope you enjoyed this month's episode. And if you did, please consider leaving us a review or rating wherever you're listening or even telling a friend about us. If you have any questions on other organizations, individuals, or events you'd like to see covered in future episodes, you can get in touch with us directly at discoverocala at showcaseocala.com. See you next month.